Well, yeah. So I guess what I'm saying is those relationships where we started actually came from like a relationship with Backhaul Direct. So they they had had these customers, they were doing logistics work with them from before. And we introduced our product to them, just doing some demo d- demos in different cities. And they were just one that really had a keen need for this, this dock optimizer product. And we decided to just focus our efforts on, you know, seeing that they were a firm with about half a dozen warehouses that kind of fit this exact sweet spot that we were seeing. We just figured rather than going and, ch- and chasing a lot of other deals, let's just really start with them and, and with them grow through, grow through word of mouth through other people that they work with, other, other you know people up and down the supply chain that they interface with. And so far, we've really just focused on word of mouth. You're listening to the Chalnit SaaS Podcast with your host, Upendra Verma. Every week, I interview the world's best B2B SaaS founders to understand how they're growing their company. I ask them real SaaS metrics like ARR, growth rate, churn, and deep dive into their exact processes. Let's listen to today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Chalnit SaaS Podcast. I'm your host, Upendra Verma. And today, we have Akash Agarwal with us. Akash here runs a company called Convito.io. Hey, Akash. Welcome to the show. Hey, Upendra. Nice to meet you. All right, Akash. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about your company and the product first. So what does Convito do and why do customers pay you money? Convito is, we have a couple of different products for the supply chain management space, primarily for warehouses to help manage things like um, uh, optimizing their warehouse availability um, and planning their uh, floors based on analytics and understanding where best things can go to reduce um, stock time and uh, throughput time in, in, a, in a space. Got it. So uh, help me explain about you know your best-selling product or the one that you're really focusing on and help us understand uh, who you're primarily selling it to and how does your customer base look like? Absolutely. So our primary product is called Doc Optimizer. And it's a tool for multi-warehouse chains. So our sweet spot customer is has maybe four to 50 warehouses um, with multi-dock uh, facilities. So maybe four, you know, multiple trucks can pull up and they have in, ingoing and, inco- and outgoing freight. They may have different types of freight that are coming in. Some could be refrigerated, some could be frozen, some could be dry. Our product op- dock optimizer helps them plan out across all those different facilities what those docks look like what they can accept, build a workflow for what kind of goods that they can they can follow, uh, and puts that all in an availability on an iPad or iPhone so that a dock worker can really do all of those things in real time and have a communication line with dispatchers and truckers so that as things change, as they tend to in the supply chain, they have the ability to change proactively rather than reactively. Got it. And, and who who is your primary user for this product? Our primary user... Uh, that we that we tend to go after our warehouse owners and operators. Um, the typical day-to-day users are either IT leaders at the organizations that are tasked with with maintaining and managing the different technology they use. Um, they're happy because we're a SaaS offering that really brings everything together. It's, it's uh, you know like a light switch; they can just turn it on and start using it. Um, but on the floor, it's a shipping and receiving manager that's using our tool, typically from a web browser on an iPad or a, or a mobile device. And um, they can kind of manage everything. The great thing that we offer is a no login service for carriers and dispatchers. So on the front end, it's just a simple static link that uh, you know, a driver or dispatcher can go to to plan the time that they're coming in, say what kind of freight it is. And you know, depending on the type of facility, sometimes it's 
sharing their driver's license or you know a documentation about their arrival but we help make it really easy for our customers to configure it for you know to ask for the right type of data for you know whatever their facility requires and whatever their end customer requires got it all right so let's uh, let's focus on your customers and you know your revenue part of it right so approximately just just approximate numbers work right so where are you as a company in terms of your revenue purely for this saas product that you have purely for the saas product we're at about uh call it 8 to 10k in in mrr okay all right and where were you say 12 months ago well, with this product with with this product zero so zero. we we've actually launched this product about 6 months ago um and we've been growing it with you know actually relatively slowly at first we started with like with two chains uh one based in indianapolis uh indiana one based in las vegas nevada and we actually just decided to to go a little bit slow and work just really closely with them understanding their needs um we, we came from a background of building a couple of other products before and so yeah, i think you we saw can you just talk a bit about those products as well looks like that's sure. important yes yeah. so we actually started off by building a product called committo manager mm-hmm. and it was more of a full it it still is a, it, it's a it's a full functioning warehouse management suite with everything from you know um planning your floor out planning you know work time planning really everything like a yeah. almost more like in in uh in um excuse me like a like an EAM system and, and i think what we realize is cutting it down into a small into several different saas products has helped us find different types of customers that just found that they were missing maybe one or two tools and so we realized by taking the committo manager product which had call it six or seven modules and kind of unbundling it and really refining into them we found that doc optimizer was was really the space in the market that people are missing there there really aren't a lot of other tools out there that that give you proactive management of your doc schedule right. um you know there there's a couple of other competitors out there uh open doc is one of them and i would say the key differentiator between them and us is that we don't require a login for dispatchers and carriers we actually leave all of that management either to our team in a support environment that some of our customers sign up for or the or our customers own IT departments. Got it. I think we found yeah. that enabled data to come in the system much more easily. Sorry. Fair enough. Yeah, so let's let's focus on the doc doc optimizer SaaS product for now. So you mentioned you are at around 10k MRR and you managed to grow there within just 6 months. So how many clients do you have or how many customers do you have onboarded? We've got about a dozen clients. Dozen clients. And approximately how many warehouses do you manage to handle across these 12 clients? um about 40 45 so so i wanted to understand your deal sizes for example like how big are these deal sizes looks like they are in the range of around $10,000 a year something like that yeah yeah so yeah talk to me about where you got this dozen clients so it looks like 12 is a very small number so you must have a real understanding of where you're getting all of these customers from so what what growth channels have been working for you purely from top of funnel perspective lead generation perspective absolutely so We were very fortunate that we had a partnership with a uh, a mid-sized logistics firm based in Indianapolis called Backhaul Direct and we started just by going through a couple of their warehousing customers partners that they had and finding, you know, one of them in Indianapolis. The other one was actually through another client that we worked with in Las Vegas before with our full SaaS product. So we were a little fortunate that we were able to start with two, you know, word of mouth clients mm-hmm. and able to build with them. and and so far we we truly haven't really done any marketing for this we've actually all of our other clients have just come from 
other drivers that had used the product for at one of our two starting firms, just explaining it to somebody, us reaching out, having a conversation with them or their manager and new deals forming just that way. I think we just, we found that it was one of these things that it was a, it was a problem that people had been looking for. There were a couple of other solutions that they maybe had heard about or seen, but we just provided a really quick way for them to get started and a, and a lot of- So you're, you're essentially saying that the rest 10 that you've got are essentially your previous customers itself, somebody who has bought that whole suite from you. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. But, but didn't you already sell this particular module to them already with this, as part of that bundle? Well, yeah. So I guess what I'm saying is those relationships where we started actually came from like a relationship with Backhaul Direct. So they, they had had these customers, they were doing logistics work with them from before. Mm-hmm. And we introduced our product to them, just doing some demo d- demos in different cities. And they were just one that really had a keen need for this this doc optimizer product. And we decided to just focus our efforts on, you know, seeing that they were a firm with about half a dozen warehouses that kind of fit this exact sweet spot that we were seeing. We just figured rather than going and and chasing a lot of other deals, let's Mm -hmm. just really start with them and, and with them grow through, grow through word of mouth through other people that they work with other, other, you know, people up and down the supply chain that they interface with. And so far we've really just focused on word of mouth. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. So, so like what next? So how, so what are you, what marketing initiatives are you actively sort of, you know, taking on to sort of get those next set of leads and how are you planning to convert them? Talk about your strategy going forward. So how do you go from 10 KMRR to say, let's say hundred KMRR? Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's a great question. That's, I think now we're just really focused on building processes for, you know, exploring different you know, uh, customer acquisition funnels. I think LinkedIn is one that we really want to look at and building a, a good funnel from, you know, a warehouse manager, shipping and receiving manager to uh, some sort of informational play. I, I think that there's a lot of, there's a big lack of information out there on this one very specific product. And I think, you know, th- there's a there's a couple of niche channels like that that we're, that we're focused. I think LinkedIn is one that we're really focused on specifically. Okay. So, so what exactly are you doing on LinkedIn? So how, how does your process look like? So are you doing some cold DMs or just reaching out to people that are relevant to you and then maybe trying to pitch them? So, so what exactly are you doing there? And has, has it given you any initial success so far? So far, we haven't done anything. Okay. You're just planning to do that going forward. Yeah. All right. So primarily it's just partnerships so far and you're trying to sort of see how to scale it from there. Right. So, so yeah, got it. So let's talk about conversions a bit. So for example, you mentioned that your partner had a bunch of uh, clients who, who managed these warehouses. So that was, that was, a, there was a bunch of leads out there. So what did you exactly do to sort of convert them into a paying customer? Right. So because th- these are like big, big deals, right? So they're not going to sort of close automatically, but just by looking at your website and then manage getting close, right? So you've got to do something yeah. there. So what does the, how does the process look like? And you know, what efforts do you have to put in there? Yeah, I think I think especially in the beginning, you know, it was a lot of call it sales engineering. I mean, it's a lot of those meetings and follow-ups because you're right, it's not a like a traditional SaaS yeah. sale, right? A, a small kind of credit card sale like that. And I think I think for them it was especially for early customers, it's been a lot of sales follow-up. But I think now that we're beginning to understand, you know, what it is customers need and need and have a couple of, you know light case studies that are forming, you know, we, we are only six months in, but, be, but to be able to point to how this is really showing results, right? It, it's, it's showing that shipping and receiving managers are saving 
30% of their time, right? From just taking routine phone calls, answering emails, and just having a, a calendar that's available for them and proactive tools, right? I, I think that's that's really what we've been focusing on is just showing the the value proposition. So why do you call it sales engineering? So like, do we, does it actually involve you implementing something there, right? Does it involve any custom solution or do you actually have to sort of do anything in terms of product to sort of get this customer or is it just about convincing your customer? Well, I think one of the things that we like to do is in that sales engineering process to onboard them with, you know, a fully branded account, right? Give them a tool that they're able to really start demoing right away. And I, and I think giving them, you know, that, that static link with a look and feel that they can start seeing that, that matches their brand and, and having a, you know, almost like this, I don't want to call it a hard sell, but you're almost really in every conversation. You're not just trying to convince them. You're showing them. Here, no, it's not a. It's not this thing that we're going to take three months to set up. Here's how this is going to look for you. Here, here's how this looks for you, and how it's going to work for your business. And I think we've found, again, especially with this unique sliver of the market, there there aren't really a lot of solutions that are doing this. And then that, so so it may take four or five calls where people need to bring a couple of different managers in. Sometimes we've been able to find the right person right away, mm -hmm. right? But I think I think that's that's I think. Um, you know, I think I think every SaaS company goes through this, especially if you want to have ACBs deals 10K or more, right, where you're, you're not going to do it in one conversation usually. So I think having I think that's that's what we so, so can you can you quantify that? How does the process look? like just pick one of your customer recent customers that you've onboarded? So you, you sure. found found about them. You've got that you got into that first call. What happened after that? How many calls did it actually take to convert them into paying customers? Talk, talk, talk to the talk through the entire process just to get sure. a sense of so, how it, how uh, hard it is or. Absolutely. So uh, there's a, a grocery chain that we just started working with in the Midwest. So they had, um, I guess, one of their drivers had done a delivery to a warehouse that had already been using our product. They thought, oh, this is pretty cool. It made everything pretty seamless for us. He shared it to some shipping and receiving manager who reached out and, you know, uh, came to our the you know page on our website, saw a little bit more. We had a first call with them. They said, hey, you know, I just want to learn a little bit more. In that first call, we said, hey, can you can you just send us, you know, your company's logo, maybe a little bit about your, your prime warehouse schedule, just in, in a just while, while we're talking, you know, in the chat, they sent it over. We said within a couple of hours, we'll send you back a, a really, really simple tool that'll start the process for you. And we turned it around in two hours for them so they could start playing with it internally. We said, you know, this isn't going to actually work correctly yet, but it'll just show you what it can do. That enabled that shipping and receiving manager to share it to a VP who then got on the got on a call with us, you know, two weeks later, and then we were able to close the deal with them. Right. And I think we've just found by being very customer responsive. And, and I think and that's maybe why I've been and I've been very, you know, careful to say grow the marketing funnel a lot, is because I want to control every experience because yeah. you know, I think with when you're trying to sell a higher value product, you you, you don't want to make it feel impersonal. Got right. It. Yeah, that's totally understandable. So, so uh, do they ask for things like pilots or paid pilots? Do you do something like those? Well, so I think what we've done is we've just made it a, a monthly subscription fee, mm -hmm. right? And we've just said, you know, you just get started whenever you want. There's no commitment. If you want to end it, you can end it. But uh, in that way, we're able to just, because it's a, a relatively easy startup for our product for them, uh, you know, we've just been trying to side, trying to sidestep doing a, pay, a paid pilot by just saying, start by paying monthly, 
right? And you can start seeing a value proposition from it. You can start with our lowest tier, right? At $200 a month, you can get, you can get the basic functionality to start scheduling times. Maybe you won't be able to configure things all the way through. And that's, that's typically when we start the, you know, the real deal-making process with them is, you know, adding additional multi-warehouse support, adding analytics support. And that's when the deal size really gets up to what, you know, where it's valuable for us. Got it. I know it's early days, but uh, so how does expansion look like from your existing customers? So are you upselling any of the features that you've just mentioned or are the number of seats growing? So how does those numbers look like? I know it's, it's still early days. No, and that's that's primarily where we've been focused on our growth is actually just growing within existing customers. We've we've been really keeping our ears open and doing regular calls with our biggest customers to understand what their problems are. And I think we're just seeing a lot of gaps in existing warehouse management systems that I think before we came in with a cannonball and now we're coming in with a much more sharp approach where, okay, so we, you want better data about the different types of, of things that are coming into your facility. Well, we can start with the dock, but what if we gave you more data about the truck that's coming in? What if we give you, you know, automated technology sensors that when trucks come in and, and all this stuff is available. So that's why we're looking at connecting tools up and down from the data capture for you know, things coming in, as well as connecting it to, we're also so looking at implementations to plug into accounting systems, right? So I think in that way, we can get more sticky and sell a, a much more broad system, but all starting with, you know, a really clear market directive right now, managing a dock and making yeah. it more efficient. Got it. So, got it. So let's get a bit of backstory, right? When did you start the company as such? The big, big company that you started, which had this uh, whole bunch of modules? In 2018. 2018. And uh, and you sort of, you've explained the story of how you managed to narrow, down, narrow it down to, you know, that one module that's really working for you. Right? And uh, how many folks on your team as of today? Uh, it's a total of seven. Mm-hmm. And how does the split look like? So how many on the GTM and how many on the engineering side of it? It's five engineering to GDM. Okay, so, so talk to me about what these GDM folks are doing. So where are they primarily focusing on? Are these SDRs or A's who are trying to close those deals? Or are these the folks who are actually sending those LinkedIn messages? Who are these folks? Their SDRs actually focused on closing deals. They're closing deals. They, they yeah, right. absolutely. Got it. So going forward, where, where do you sort of, oh, all right, so what's your funding suggest? Did you raise any money or are you planning to raise any? We had raised some money. Yeah. Okay. From some, some of our, our partners, as well as some other executives in the logistics business. Um, but you know, right now we're not currently looking for more funding. We're just growing through revenue. Got it. Got it. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. Nice talking to you. Right. Nice to meet yeah. you as well. Yeah. All right, hope you scale, you know, Convito to much greater heights. All the best. Thank you. Yeah.